the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. It's Monday afternoon. It's time for us to get ready for Another full three hours of encouraging you and uh, educating you, educating myself, keeping up with some of the major issues of the day. And, excuse me, we're glad that you're with us this afternoon. I have a little bit of a throat issue. I'm going to try and uh, do a cough drop or two and take care of that. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I don't have a sore throat. I just uh, uh, have a little bit of congestion in my throat. But it's good to be with you this afternoon. How was your weekend? Was it a weekend that you uh, felt the presence of the Lord? Was it, was it a weekend where you were thinking about all the things you'd like to do, but so many things are closed and you can't get out of the house? You know, we tend to bounce back and forth. We, we can, as we're walking with the Lord and we've got a good strong day in the Lord, we, we, we enter into that peace and that contentment in our lives and then, and something can come along, a little catalyst happens, and then we're a little bit uptight, and we start looking back and thinking, well, you know what, I'm really tired of this, and looking forward, like, well, how long is this going to be? Well, it's a give and, t- a give and take every day. There's no doubt about that, and I just want to uh, encourage you that if that has been your experience, that's the experience, I think, uh, with a lot of people, and um, <clears throat> I know that you know, as we look at what's happening in America today, and we've got some exciting things that I think have, have proved to be a little bit of a catalyst to maybe try and get us down the road, I wanted to talk a little bit about just some realistic things that I think we need to look forward to in terms of a vaccine. And now, also today, I'll just let you know that coming up in the second hour, when we're joined by our answer uh, guests, platform listeners, family, President Trump took a bold move on Saturday. I'm sure you've heard all about it, and that uh, he has decided to implement some aspects of what would have 
probably been in the stimulus plan and to do that by way of an executive order. There's no doubt that that filed, uh, that, 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 that that shot just uh, sent a, a shot over the bow of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, uh, the Democrats who uh, wanted to do uh, almost $3 trillion in just one more step in the stimulus bill. Three to two and a half to three trillion dollars, of which I guarantee you, not all of that is direct coronavirus-related aid. Well, nothing that's ever passed out of the Congress is always just for that particular need, because I tell you what, it's sort of bipartisan. They they just get on a spending spree, and they look for crisis. It should shame that that they look for a crisis <coughs> of a must-pass bill, and then they load it up with what some people call lipstick, some people call Christmas decorations, Christmas ornaments, and uh, it's a real shame. And I want to tell you that this time the Republicans and the president are trying to reel in the Democrats. It has been a bipartisan issue down through the years, so we'll be talking about that. Also, the entire Lebanese government has stepped down. Chaos is in the street in in Beirut, Lebanon. They have been trying to storm the uh, parliament, the legislative uh, aspect of uh, uh, the country of Lebanon there in Beirut, and it's all over the port uh, explosions that took place. No real answers have uh, been coming forth. The people have been, they've had enough. They've been through a lot. And so we'll, we'll take another look at that because of the, the very significant Christian population that's in Lebanon. Of course, my heart is with Heart for Lebanon, uh, one of uh, the ministries that are very important to uh, not only WTBN, to myself, and I've been in country with, uh, with them in Lebanon, so... Uh, I, I continue to just um, pray for uh, God to, to interject some wisdom there. So we'll be talking about that just a little bit. We'll talk about the fact that staying at home is pushing up domestic violence cases. Those cases are going up, and I think that that's going to be interrelated with our discussion of uh, Hillsborough County has been has been given a directive that they must revisit their opening policy by this Friday afternoon because it is in violation of the governor's executive order. It's in violation of, of the law and of uh, most of the schools uh, within our WTBN listing area who have a, a blend for this reopening. Hillsborough County is the one that has bucked uh, buck the trend, and uh, we'll probably have a chance to talk about that this afternoon as well. <clears throat> but um, as we as we look at the potential for a vaccine, and so some questions come to mind, and, and I want to share this because I think it is something that we really need to ask the Lord uh, not only to give us some wisdom and direction, but 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 we need to have uh, an understanding of how this thing is going to unwind when it begins to unwind. And a couple of these things are not going to be very encouraging, but I 
I still want to to have you working with um, a little bit more of a, a piece of reality. Now, if you're watching the stock market, uh, the stock market has been booming, but but it, it doesn't match the economy. But let me tell you of the give and take that's happening in the stock market because it relates to what I want to talk about in terms of getting a um, a vaccine uh, developed for the COVID-19. Right now, you'll see, if you follow the stock market, you see that it is going back and forth. Uh, what happens is there's, uh, there's, different, there's different sectors. And so you've had the tech sector, and the tech sector has a lot of um, components that fit to um, a horizon where people are going to be staying home. You probably can also relate to the dominance that has taken place with Amazon because Amazon has stepped up. Amazon has met the challenge. And, um, well, I'll just say, unfortunately, with uh, many of our businesses going out of business, Amazon has stepped into that gap. And uh, they certainly have secured a, a very solid footing for that company in the future, even when we get a vaccine. But you've got technology, and then you have something called um, uh, industrials, and then you have uh, consumer discretionary. So stocks rotate in and out of these sections depending on what the traders, uh, and it's mostly traders, it's not long-term investors, but it depends on what they feel about the future is. And so what's been happening is, You've had these sector rotations, and so if we think we're going to be hunkered down for a while, okay, then you saw the technology stocks are the ones that led the markets, and then you had what's called, well, there's two kind of consumer, consumer discretionary, consumer staples. And if there was an idea that we were going to be stuck in our houses, then consumer staples, Clorox, those type of things. So technology uh, and as well as consumer staples have been have been dominating. In the last few days, it's now industrials and consumer discretionary. Think of consumer discretionary like, well, I think things are going well. I can I, I can use some discretionary um, wisdom here. I think I think it's a good time to buy a car. If things are real bad, all you're going to worry about is buying staples, the stuff to keep the house going, to keep, uh, you know, everything is happening if you're going to stay home. So what we've seen the last couple of days, and the reason why I'm circling back to talk about uh, getting a vaccine is the industrials uh, have been really moving the last couple of days with energy and uh, as well as consumer uh, discretionary. What that means is, the markets are now discounting uh, a long period before we'll have a vaccine, which is supposed to equal people getting out. When they start moving into the industrials and consumer discretionary, well, the market is betting that, uh, and just put it very, very basic, uh, the market is now betting the last couple of days that uh, we're going to have a vaccine sooner rather than later. Now, this probably won't happen 
Um, we'll probably have another rotation, but whenever we hear any news from a pharmaceutical company, hey, we've got this trial, any kind of good news on a vaccine uh, shifts the, the, the market to, um, you know, stocks that deal with getting out of the house and buying stuff we don't really need, but it's out of the house uh, 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 movement rather than the stay-at-home stocks. When I come back, I want to tell you, because you're hearing a lot in the headlines, and I want to kind of drill down a little bit to give you some wisdom on what will happen even if we get a vaccine um, uh, ready to go for the public. Because I think there's some assumptions that are going on, and they're not really re- – the media is really reporting more of headline issues. They're not drilling down, so I think this is going to be important to, for you to know. Now, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm excited because when I come back, before we talk about the vaccines, I'm excited because, folks, you have really been pouring out your heart You've really been stepping up. You know that we have brought to you an emergency appeal. It's an emergency food appeal uh, for our friends with uh, food for the poor. And uh, I'm just excited to tell you that uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about it. But you have really been answering the call over the last couple of days. And uh, we'll talk about that. And I want to challenge you to see how how many more kids we can reach this afternoon in this starving situation because of COVID-19 in many places in the Caribbean as well as in Latin America. Well, our phone is open for you to join the conversation. As I said, that number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Also reminding you that uh, every morning you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, listen to or download the podcast for anything that you have missed. I'm Bill Bunkley. Good to be back with you on this Monday. Got some important information coming up next. I'll be right back. The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV. Equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. Seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss Care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. And the choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan. 
online at mossacura.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Cal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here. It's a Monday, and uh, I've got an update of what's happening in the Caribbean and in Latin America. You know, as we are here, we're certainly taking our precautions to keep ourselves safe from COVID-19. But just because we live in America, uh, because of this advanced culture, this advanced uh, um, people group that we're a part of, Um, We have been certainly fighting a battle against COVID-19. We certainly have been struggling with the death rates that have spiked up for the last few weeks. But I tell you what, I don't know uh, of many more countries that are better equipped on the grassroots level, not only with giving you and I information, but what we have available to us with, with some of the drugs, et cetera, et cetera, than the fact that we are really blessed to live here in America. What's uh, sad is is that uh, where you live in terms of a country may have a lot to do, not only with your survivability, uh, but also uh, the, the struggle that you're going to have because all of the tentacles of the COVID-19 that spreads out that uh, is shutting down so many in the third world. Now, Of all the rest of the globe, focus is right now on the areas that we're asking you to help us with food for the poor. And uh, to sort of give you an update uh, of a story, this story just broke uh, uh, a couple of days ago. And so I want you to understand what's going on, what the press is, the worldwide press is saying what's going on, and why I need your help this very moment, this very afternoon. Now, Uh, This report is in from the medical press. Here's the headline. Coronavirus deaths in Latin America hit global high. A global high. 
The story uh, goes on to talk about the fact that Latin America and the Caribbean surpassed Europe on Friday to become the region hardest hit with coronavirus deaths as India passed the milestone of 2 million infections. The world's most effective region uh, has, uh, has really been hit, and it's really been hit uh, very, very hard. And so as we see what's happening now with the, the flare-ups right here, um, you've got uh, now the United States, you've got uh, Brazil's got some issues, but I want to tell you that what's happening in the third world countries of the Caribbean and Latin America is why we need your help this afternoon. This is an emergency. Kids are not just dealing with malnutrition, and I shouldn't even say just dealing with. I couldn't even imagine that I would have explained it that way a year ago. But instead of kids crying because they're just malnourished, we've got kids that are in the process of starvation. And in addition to starvation, you look at the, the many numbers of the COVID cases in the Caribbean Latin America, and you look at the... Uh, the number of deaths, which is just absolutely horrendous. And remember, in the areas where Food for the Poor is ministering, we don't have the kind of hospitals we have in America. We don't have the hospital capacity that we have in America. So these families with these children, um, and and they don't have a lot of what uh, the protocols that we're using in this country, So COVID is just spreading like wildfire. And so in addition to families having to deal with just a a sick uh, mom or dad or or, or a brother or sister, whatever it is, a lot of them are dealing with this in the home environment because they just don't go to, uh, you know, a special, uh, you know, some of the hotels have been set up for COVID patients so they don't infect others. Uh, They don't have any of that. So here's what I'm asking you to do. It's very phenomenal what Food for the Poor is able to do. And I'm so proud that instead of pulling back uh, in areas that are now being hit by COVID-19, they are staying in place and they are continuing to not only pray. uh, And and, and, and what I'm doing this afternoon is I hope you will pray in a harvest. I hope that you will pray in uh, in a, 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 a multiplication of what we're talking about here. Right now, listen to this, you can pick up the phone and call us, and if you will give a one-time contribution of $185, that's tax deductible, that's going to provide five children who are suffering and starving, five children are going to get fed for six months. Five children are going to get fed for six months for just a total investment, a total donation of $185. Now, that number to call is 855-353-4673. Again, this is an emergency food relief appeal. 855-353-4673. Now, how that works out is each gift of $37 provides emergency food relief for a child for the next six months. And I am just so proud because we've not been in our in our campaign here very long, but we're already 34% toward our goal. 
praise the Lord. Thank you. That's because of your generous heart. We um, we have prayed about uh, about 540, 541 children. Uh, we're down to 360 at the start of today. And so uh, just praise the Lord. That is just fantastic. But <clears throat> let me just tell you, it would mean so much to me if maybe five of you, maybe five of you right now would do that 185 one-time gift because if five of you did that, that means that 40 starving starving children, 40 starving children between now uh, and next six months are going to be fed. And they're going to be ministered to uh, by Food for the Poor. Now, Food for the Poor will work with the local pastors, the local churches in these areas. They're not coming in and telling folks how to do things. But they're going to come in and provide this backup, and we're going to stabilize some communities. So would you be one of my five this afternoon? That number is uh, 855-353-4673. You can also give at uh, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. But uh, this is so important to all of us here at uh, uh, Salem Media here in Central Florida. But I want to tell you what it's important to those little kids who um, are just starving. Some of them have just recently lost their mom and dad to COVID. Or maybe their mom and dad is very sick with COVID. Very, very limited options for these kids. So would you find it in your heart as, as, as Jesus has entrusted us with what we have? We are stewards of what he has. We are to manage what he has. I pray that you would make the decision as the manager of the Lord's funds to give this afternoon at numbers 855-353-4673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Chicago's police commissioner says more than 100 people were arrested following a night of looting and unrest that left 13 officers injured. Police Superintendent David Brown says it was not an organized protest, but instead an incident of pure criminality. Portland police say two officers injured, 16 people were arrested. In another night of rioting in that city, police say a mortar was fired at them. The U.S. government's road safety agency investigating complaints of fires in a power and charging port in some Chrysler town and country minivans. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it has three reports of fire and one injury in minivans from the 2014 model year. About 150,000 vans are covered. The Dow had 357 points, but the Nasdaq is down 55. This is SRN News. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? 
855-353-4673. 855-353-4673-855-353-HOPE. Or give online at letstalkfaith.com. Why are there many unanswered questions and few honest explanations as to why our liberties are under attack? Discover how we return to order and normalcy when you stream Morality in the 21st Century. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the social issues we face and through never-before-told personal stories give a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. Ever wonder if there's more to be had in your marriage? Our friends at Family Life Today are offering a completely free kit of resources to take your marriage from good to great. This kit includes two video mini courses perfect for a date night with purpose, four audio teaching sessions from renowned marriage experts like Paul David Tripp and Vadi Bakum, our good to great marriage bonus printable ebook full of conversation starters, time-tested tips, and more. What's not to love? Head to letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage for your free download. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, that faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. That the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? Not because of who I am. But because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are, I am a flower quickly fading. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673, reminding you that uh, not only mail-in balloting is open, um, now we have in all of our counties, uh, in the sound of my voice, early voting is underway. And I want to remind you that if you would like to uh, take a look at my recommendations for the 2020 primary for Sarasota, Manatee, uh, Polk, Pasco, Pinellas, and Hillsborough County, they're all located in one very, very consolidated spot. Go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. When you land on our landing page uh, here for uh, Faith Talk, you're going to see that that blue bar that runs across the top. Just hit uh, click on program, and you'll see a drop-down box that says uh, Bill Bunkley and others. Just click Bill Bunkley. 
That takes you to the Bill Bunkley page. Just scroll down just a little bit, and right there, uh, left of center, you're going to see where you can click for Sarasota, Manatee, Pinellas, Pasco, Polk, or Hillsborough. Click on your county. Take a look at my recommendations uh, based on my experience and uh, uh, kind of an assessment of where we are, where we are with the candidates. And uh, by the way, you can cut and paste that. You can print it. You can do whatever you want to do. Take it to the polls. But again, my recommendations are out there for you to take a look at at letstalkfaith.com on the Bill Bunkley page. So let's talk about what happens and uh, what does it mean if we get some sort of a breakthrough on vaccine uh, for COVID-19. First of all, we have three or four different entities working on uh, different approaches, and those approaches, uh, I think most of which are now in the field for testing. And there's phase one, phase two, phase three, testing. Now, let's look at a couple of realities of what's going to happen. First of all, are you aware that for a lot of vaccines, current vaccines, they are not 100%? Because I think that uh, some folks have been thinking vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. I think they have sort of looked at this as, hey, when we get the, quote, vaccine, or the first of the four, that's going to be the silver bullet. That's going to be the the Lone Ranger uh, put us over the goal line, and everything's going to be good for a happy, happy ever after. No. So I want to talk about what I've been reading and, and what I've been hearing in terms of what we can expect as we move a little bit further as uh, many uh, research firms, pharmaceutical companies, are racing to get um, some sort of vaccine to market. Now, when do you think things are going to get back to normal? Well, let me just give you some guidance. Until the majority of the American population feels safe to universally go out and go anywhere, until we get to that point, our economy and the reopening of America is going to be severely handicapped. That's why a lot of small businesses that are closed, quite frankly, do not have the the capital and reserve. They don't have the staying power. Many have closed, and many more will be closed before we get to that point where people in decent numbers are going to be out and about buying and doing things. Now, (laughs) there's no doubt that more people are getting out, and more people are discounting the fact of the COVID just because they have, uh, you know, in their mind, they've been dealing with this for so long, they're just not going to completely stay home anymore. I get that. But you've got to have a lot more than that for monies to be uh, circulating between income to people, people then spending their money on stuff, and the people who sell, the, who own the entities that provide you that stuff for that service, uh, that's how money circulates in the economy. Uh, that's why the, um, the president and the Federal Reserve 
has been very willing to artificially pump money out to be circulated as a temporary means of keeping the economy from just absolutely imploding and from us to have another Great Depression. It's the infusion of that fake money, the funny money, however you want to call it. That's why the stock market is doing so well, because as long as money is being pumped in, well, they're going to continue to see the fruits of that money being pumped in, and you'll see these rotation in stocks like I talked about. Now, the latest poll says that if we had a vaccine, let's say today, the first vaccine came out today, and it was available for you to go get your uh, vaccine. The vials are out there ready. <clears throat> well, only four out of six people or 40% said that when a vaccine is available, if it was available today, only 40% are going to go out and get the vaccine. That means 60% of the American population isn't going to get that vaccine the moment it comes out. So the big question is, how many months after these three or four vaccines come out, how many months will it take for people to say, well, you know what, I think this really is okay, because the reason why they don't want to take the vaccine straight up is because this was so fast-tracked in a matter of months, some will say, as best as the scientists, as best as those who have been trying to design this this vaccine to take care of the COVID-19, and still, until it has been, you know, within a population of people for, well, three months, six months, nine months, a year, we don't know absolutely everything. Now, newsflash. With these new vaccines, now, now here's some of the secondary things that I think is going to continue to cause us to be in, in a protracted um, economic uh, horse collar, if you will. Now, understand that some vaccines, if, if you think that, hey, we're going to have a vaccine, it's going to be 100% effective, and that once you get a vaccine, it's forever and ever and ever, well, understand that some vaccines are not forever. This vaccine, or these three or four vaccines, They could come out and say, hey, this vaccine, get the vaccine, it will protect you for the next six months. It will protect you for the next year. It will protect you for the next five, whatever it is. So keep in mind, another little, another little, you know, speed bump in in people warming up the vaccines is going, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know it was only good for five months, six months, 12 months. Now, hear me. Maybe they will come up with one that's a permanent vaccine. But there's much more a possibility that the vaccine effectiveness will wear off at some particular time. Now, here is what's going to be a surprise to many of you. Vaccines, by and large, across the board, are never 100% effective. What that means is they never, very few vaccines, if any, I think it's like one or two. Anyway, a vaccine's not going to, if 100% of America got the vaccine, or one of the four vaccines, 
it doesn't mean that we're no longer going to have coronavirus because it may be a percentage. Now, this may surprise you, but as the experts, the the, the biochemists, um, the researchers, of these three or four vaccines that are being developed, if they are 50% effective, they're going to be deemed a success. That means that if you were to be one of the 40% and you were to get the vaccine and you understood how long they think the vaccine is going to last, and then you would also have to realize by getting the vaccine, you've got a 50-50 chance that the vaccine will protect you. Now, I'm going to let that sort of uh, seep in for a second. So now you're going to ask, well, wow, am I going to take this vaccine if it's only got a 50-50 chance of protecting me, and then I start getting out and going around, and I don't know whether I'm really going to be protected or not. Well, I'm getting you ready for the reality of some discussions and some information from the CDC that will come down once we know more of the chemical, physical, and the the results of some of these uh, uh phase three uh, tests to give you the information you need to make the decision. Now, the reason why they are are happy if it's 50%, because if you're dealing with the National Institute of Health or the Centers for Disease Control, we have nothing right now. We're working on preventative stuff if you get COVID. But as you can see, for those that are trying to bring down the spread, They'll be more than happy to take something that may cut the spread in half. And because that's the the big picture for the larger population, they're going to be pushing that. And they're going to be encouraging to do, for the folks to do that. Because that would be a big step ahead. However, there's a lot for you to pray through uh, because you've got to realize that if you take the vaccine straight away, you don't know what the long-term effect is. Um, you don't. You, you may or may not know if it's going to last long enough. And then you've got the fact it's 50-50. Now, what they're hoping for and what we should be praying for is that ultimately, out of these tests, that one of these vaccines will get as high as 75%. Because when you get to a point where it's three out of four people that takes the vaccine are going to see positive protective results, that becomes very encouraging. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is we're going to be living with this for quite some time. I, myself, with my compromised immune system, I'm not looking to be able to get out and around free as a bird. I personally am looking for the day when there's enough surplus where I can permanently be wearing an N95 mask that protects me, that protects me, protects you from me, and protects me from you back and forth, and then the proper hygiene. Maybe even if I get on a flight, I may use a mask plus one of those plastic shields that you have seen. But I just want to tell you, depending on your risk 
uh, ability to risk, what percentage, that may decide what we do in the future. 877-943-9673. Be right back. opening up maybe you're back to the daily commuter hitting the road for vacation take a minute look for cracks or chips in your windshield and call auto glass america they replaced my windshield twice now once in my office once in my home i trust these guys if you drive a luxury import forget about the expensive dealer with comprehensive insurance auto glass america will install a free windshield and give a hundred dollars in cash guaranteed when you mention my name mike gallagher call 81396glass 81396glass for auto glass america tell them mike gallagher sent you my name is James Hargrit, and I retired from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office after 28 years. During my last years of service, I noticed that the leadership had fallen off, which affected the deputy's morale, which ultimately affected the citizen's safety. I'm asking the citizens of Hillsborough County to join me and elect Charles Boswell to be the next sheriff of Hillsborough County. Charles Boswell is a good conservative Christian man. He is a very experienced lawman. He is a loyal husband to his lovely wife, and he is a dear friend that I have known for 30 years. He's going to restore order. He is going to bring back morale, and he is going to return the sheriff's office to respectability and remove all of the chaos that has been going on. If we don't elect Charles Boswell for sheriff, we can expect four more years of what we've witnessed over the last four months. I'm Charles Boswell, and I approve this message. Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off.
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. That's so important because as we come back, I want to talk about after giving you some, to some of you, may, maybe have been some startling statistics. This is important because as we were just having a moment of praise and worship, what this is about, what this is about, what this is, is about for you and I as followers of Christ, it's a matter of trust. So let's break this down. We've been at this since March. There is no doubt that because of the fall and because of the world that is dominated by sin, that we know that this, this world temporarily is controlled by Satan. Now, Satan does not, is not allowed to do any of the, the evilness because for a time, you know, God, he has to operate within God's permissive will. So let's look at this from, from, a, from a recap from a spiritual standpoint. We got a big wake-up call in March. Decades and decades and decades of prosperity. Decades and decades and decades of relatively being able to live our Christian faith without being uh, more than just maybe verbally harassed, we've now seen that we've taken this big, big turn in America. Folks, we are in the midst of a global pandemic. I salute all the, the men and women who are doing their best, specialists, scientists. I salute them for all they're doing to, to try and find the, the drugs that will uh, heal us if we get COVID-19 and a vaccine to keep us from getting it. But I want to tell you that it is prayer that's the number one priority for the rest of us. It is acknowledging before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Lord, not only us in America, but around the globe, we don't know whether it's your direct will, Lord. We don't know if it's your permissive will. But obviously Satan is taking this and he is using it for his lies and deception um, like he does everything. So we have, to be, we have to be in prayer every day. Lord, show me. Show me for the life, my life and the life of my family. Show me what I need to know and what I need to be doing. First of all, I think the Lord tells us, don't put your head in the sand. 
Don't start relying on all of what you're hearing of. We're going to have a vaccine. Have a th- That's why I wanted to tell you a little bit about the reality, because our hope and trust is in Jesus. Our hope and trust is not just in the folks trying to develop a medication or a vaccine. And so we have that plague. Here in America, we now also are dealing with the rise of those who hate Christianity. They hate God. They hate Jesus. They hate the Holy Spirit. And they hate us because we are aligned with him. And in fact, they are so rebellious and so out of favor with God, uh, they hate anything that tries to tell them what to do. And so we're seeing some pockets. Boy, the horrible pictures coming out of Portland, Oregon again this weekend. Uh, President Trump today telling the mayor of of Portland, you either get this under control or we're going to get it under control again. And so now we also see that um, the whole American way of life is in the balance. What's the number one thing we should be doing? Praying. Praying to Jesus that he would restore our country. He would, he would, that he would forgive us. He would forgive us for decades of, of not telling others the truth about him. Decades of letting our churches uh, go down in attendance. Decades of not being evangelical. Why? Because we were fat and sassy. We were all full of the blessings. And because of that, we were asleep. And so, I think you understand what I'm saying. Let us rely on the Lord, not only for His to trust Him with our daily provision, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep monitoring what's happening out there. But don't put false hope and trust in the future of to anybody or anything, except our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You and I hanging very close to Him and knowing exactly. Uh, uh, how we are to walk with him day in and day out. And so, um, anyway, we hope that this has been informative. And uh, remember, I'm all full of joy. uh, Because whether it's one day or two years or whatever we're dealing with, we are now in a a place where God knows exactly where I'm at, you're at, at, and our country is at. And he's with us. He's standing here right with us. We've been... We all know that the Christian life is full of challenges, and we're going to hang in. Well, thanks for being with us uh, for the first hour. When we come back, President Trump, well, tell you what, what a brilliant political move, key word political, from what he did on Sunday, Saturday, with executive orders for some parts of stimulus, that and other issues ready for you to talk about next to Bill Bunkley Show. How do you keep a biblical perspective in a pandemic accompanied by a mental health crisis? As COVID-19 has spread, prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications have nearly doubled. Yet in a world consumed by worry, God has a purpose for anxiety. And that's the subject of a timely new book, The End of Anxiety, The Biblical Prescription for Overcoming Fear, Worry, and Panic. Written by pastor and biblical counselor Josh Weidman, it offers his personal prescription with practical steps and biblical answers for coping with stress and deepening trust and dependence on God. 
The End of Anxiety can help you find peace and joy in times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. Our main goal as Christians is to glorify God in everything we do. And as the author opens his life and personal journey in this book, he shows how suffering, anxiety, and our mental battles can bring God the glory. The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Learn more at endofanxiety.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group With SRN News, I'm John Scott. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says President Trump took executive action on COVID economic relief because Democrats refuse to accept reasonable offers. Politics, as usual, should find no place during this pandemic, but Democrats rejected multiple clean bills to provide relief. The American people are tired of games. They seek leadership, and President Trump delivered. And McEnany says the administration will be working around the clock to quickly get $400 weekly jobless benefits to out-of-work Americans. Also at SRNews.com, violence overnight in Chicago. Cook County State's attorney... Kim Fox says last night's violence was not about a peaceful protest. Last night was not an extension of a peaceful protest. Last night was not an extension of righteous anger. Last night was a blatant display of criminal behavior. More than 100 people were arrested. The unrest left 13 officers injured. Lebanon's Prime Minister stepping down from his job in the wake of the catastrophic explosion in Beirut. Lebanon's government had been teetering on the brink of collapse all day, with four cabinet ministers walking out in 24 hours. But even the government's mass resignation may not be enough to quell people's anger. Many see the entire political structure as rotten, a kleptocracy so negligent that Lebanon's leaders nearly destroyed their own capital city. Now the existing parliament will have to decide on a new prime minister, a process involving the same sectarian politics at the root of complaints. With protests again hitting Beirut streets tonight, people in Lebanon are demanding even deeper reform. BBC correspondent Tom Bateman. On Wall Street, ahead of the closing bell, the Dow had 355 points, the Nasdaq down 47. This is SRN News. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, stranding, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com. The Trump administration says Nicaragua's communist rulers are persecuting people of faith. The government has grown much more hostile towards uh, organized uh, religious adherents, particularly the Catholic Church. Uh, and uh, we're seeing this, uh, it seems like, being exacerbated. 
Sam Brownback tells SRN News. We're calling the government to respect uh, people's rights to religious freedom and to organize uh, as they see fit uh, peacefully uh, for uh, their religious uh, causes. He is the U.S. ambassador at large for international religious freedom. Christian relief agencies are on the ground in Beirut helping recovery efforts in the wake of last week's massive explosion at the port. Aid to the church in need is sending $300,000 worth of food for families who have seen their homes and livelihoods destroyed. The city's Christian quarter bore the brunt of the blast. Ten churches were destroyed. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference in a disaster. When disaster strikes, you want to protect your whole family, including your pets. To help keep your family safe and help our best friends in their worst times, find tips at AmericanHumane.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. For those of you on our Fate Talk stations, for those of you on our answer stations, hey, welcome in for the next hour. I am delighted to be with you and to talk about some of the major issues of the day, as we call this, well, the issues hour uh, for the three-hour programming of the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. It's quite an honor to uh, have you with us. Hope that you had a, a good, good weekend, even though... We're having to be more and more creative with these uh, sort of um, stay-at-home weekends to get out and about and to um, try and add a little, um, a bit of a dynamic to our life. I understand that, but um, all we have to look is around the globe, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on in this program. Uh, many of you know that uh, I am very much standing with Food for the Poor because we have some, some kids that are absolutely starving because of COVID-19 in the Caribbean and Latin America, and uh, reminding you that uh, uh, we are very much asking you to partner with us uh, this afternoon, reminding you that a $185 one-time gift is going to feed five starving kids for the next six months. So think about that. September, October, November, December, January, February. Going to feed some kids until next February. Next February, hopefully we'll have a better idea what this COVID situation is all about. But right now, we have the high, the second highest level of death rate in Latin America and the Caribbean. Food for the Poor is on station. Food for the Poor is ready to get this food distributed. All that's left is you. Need to kind of put that final bow on the entire package of getting these resources to there. So could you possibly take uh, five children? 
Um, I know that you know that you couldn't possibly feed your five children uh, for $185 for the next six months until February. Would you find it in your heart to um, help us stand with food for the poor? Uh, I just, uh, you know, death and suffering always is, is very difficult for me. But I can tell you, when it comes to children, um, it's almost too much to bear. So can you help me this afternoon? Each child is $37 uh, for relief for six months. How many children can you take? Boy, maybe there's someone this afternoon you've been super blessed. Boy, if you could take, uh, you know, uh, 100, 200, 300, 500 kids, whatever it is, what could you take this afternoon? Please call us now at 855-353-4673 or go to our website, securely uh, for a secure gift online, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Well, the President of the United States, well, he put one over on the Democrats Saturday. So let's back up a little bit. Let me just stipulate a few things. We have the stimulus talks underway. They've really been now stalled for two weeks, even though the Democrats put this ridiculous plan on the table sometime back. I just want to share a couple of things before I I get into what I want to talk about, the president putting the Democrats into a box. Now, it's a political box. Everything we're doing, everything we're doing as a nation with the two major opposing parties, everything is being done with regard to the effect it will have on the presidential election. As much as we have widespread suffering, fear, uncertainty, You've just got to understand that in Washington and in many places, it's all about politics. It's all about perception. So having said that, understand that I'm a fiscal hawk. I've been yelping about the rising deficit for several years. And as of late, we haven't had a whole lot of our conservative brothers and sisters, and those of you in the Tea Party will know exactly what I'm talking about, that has been voicing a whole lot more than just, uh, you know, it's about time for us to mention something that we're, we're really concerned about the deficit. But certainly nothing has been has seriously been done to, to address it. So... Here's where we find ourselves today. We've been very laxed over the last several years, and it goes before the Trump administration. We've been laxed for several years about only spending, by and large, what we take in. We've done very little to reduce the deficit when it has been charging higher. So what happens when you don't take care of your finances? It's just like somebody who's run up uh, fifty or $100,000 in credit cards. Now you lost your job. Oops. Wow, I can't. Oh, 
They stopped sending me to transfer your balance cards for nothing for a year and a half, and then I'd have more credit. Then I wouldn't pay interest. You know, that little Ponzi scheme has gone away. Well, same thing is true uh, for the federal budget. Imagine if we would have kept our deficit down, way lower by trillions, and then we come into this very serious challenge. And in order to keep the American economy from tanking, in order for us not to see ourselves in 2022 on the streets with another Great Depression, there have been a lot of, uh, of uh, dollars pumped into the system and uh, a lot of deficit spending with the last two or three stimulus bills. Now, just think of how easy it would have been if we had not blown our budget to start with for us to be in the position we are now to go into debt because we have this major, major um, challenge that could, in the end result, it, it, it could challenge America as a country, especially if this election were to go to those on the left. So I want to tell you that uh, I'm not happy about deficits, and 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 we got a balance here. We got a scale. On one hand, you know, I I I know that we're surgically keeping people from hurting. On the other hand, we've got the deficit. So I'm not excited about running up the deficit. But let's put this in perspective. For I tell you what, to walk you through what the president did. Now, remember, everything's politics. And remember, every time there is a a national emergency, could be an earthquake, could be the wildfires in California, uh, could be a hurricane, Uh, you name it. Could could be some sort of huge snowstorm or something. Uh, It could be a tsunami. Every time we have these national emergencies and the Congress allocates money, special money, to, to aim to help those areas, it's always loaded up with a bunch of just, I won't even use the word. Because that's the way we do things in the Congress. Well, here comes the latest round of stimulus. So Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schuler, they're about, they were about 2.5 to 3 trillion dollars in just the next round of stimulus. Not the only thing we're going to spend, but the next round. Finally, we've got some senators on the Hill who are, who are not going along with uh, how to go along to get along and say, you know what, we, we need to, we, we need to, Put some fiscal responsibility, if you can even call this that, because we don't want to be running up this deficit anymore anyway. So McConnell's got to deal with the emerging budget hawks. And so the administration, along with McConnell, decided that they were going to cap this thing off on their side at a trillion dollars. So here you got Pelosi and company at two and a half to three. Then to the to the uh, to the untrained eye. In the last week, oh, the Democrats came down to two trillion. 
And so they wanted the Republicans to come up to one trillion. Now, here's the problem. I think the president and the Republicans are willing to negotiate any of those areas that are truly about coronavirus. There's money in this bill on the Democrat side to bail out failing liberal cities that have been failing for a long time. That's why very quickly Mnuchin said no. We're not going to. We're, we're not going to come up. No, you're not going to come down a trillion from three. We're not going to go up a trillion because there's some stuff in there that we're just not going to match you on. But yet it appears like the Republicans would. We're not going to cooperate. You know, whenever you go to buy a car, you know they start off high. You start off low. They kind of know where they got to be at. You know the most you're going to go. Both sides speculate how close they can get to a deal. So all that plays out on a national basis. But the Democrats were playing politics all the way up to Friday. No deal. Basically told Mnuchin, hey, you come back. When you got something coming toward our our totals, you come back, we'll talk about it. And until then, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Okay. So Mnuchin, chief of staff, made, had a little quick press conference and said, we're advising President Trump to do some of this by executive order. Now, we all took that as a threat, part of the negotiating process, because Lord knows, uh, pardon me, everyone knows that, um, well, Lord knows, too, that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, all they do is come out to the mics after they've had a session of negotiating and just hammer the Republicans. That's all they do. This is not not how you negotiate. You need to be tight-lipped. But the bottom line is, President announced Friday night, 7.30, you know, everybody gone home. Hey, I'm going to do these executive orders soon. And he had them ready for the next day, and he did them. So here, I'm not, I'm agnostic to, to a little bit negative. What I'm about to talk about next is the politics of what happened. And it's not that I'm for or against because I have some philosophical ideas about all of these executive orders, but I want to tell you to the American people, to the person who's unemployed, to the person that was uh, now that the, that the rent moratorium, uh, they were about to get kicked out and evicted. Those that were going to have uh, evi- um, foreclosure proceedings, those folks just got a shot in the arm of hope. College students got a shot in the arm for hope, with no interest on their college loans. And so as those folks are saying in pretty large numbers, man, I can't believe how they're playing around up there in Washington where people are hurting. Well, guess what? Trump was like a, 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 a knight on a white horse and said, I'm here to help, and I'm going to help. And that changed the whole dynamics. I'll talk about that in a minute. 877-943-9673. Be right back. business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. 
Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash goodcontest. Issues of human suffering and societal injustice play incessantly on every outlet around us. Yet it seems like everywhere you turn, there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack. How do we regain order and normalcy? Find clear answers to the most important questions our nation faces when you stream Morality in the 21st Century on Salem Now. This on-demand video discussion with Dennis Prager and distinguished theologian Dr. Wayne Grudem gives you a well-defined understanding about the enemies within our institutions and a vibrant roadmap to protect our God-given liberties. In Morality in the 21st Century, Dennis Prager and Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues of today by digging deep into religious and political history and provide a clear direction for a visionary future. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Reminding you that, uh, boy, the big question on the table right now is what to do about getting back to school. Well, I'll tell you that right now our Christian schools are cranking up, and there's still time that uh, if you want to avoid uh, some of the issues, uh, quite frankly, in public school, well, are they going to go back? Or are they not going to go back? Is it going to be 50-50? How much virtual, this, that, and the other? Well, I'll tell you what, we've got some spaces in some of our fine Christian schools right now, in person, inside the brick and mortar, which we know that in most cases that is the best environment for learning. Well, go right now and check out the schools that uh, we are showcasing because... Here's the best part. Those schools are offering a 50% rollback of the tuition. That's right. 50% of the annual tuition you will not have to pay. Now, to find out how you can qualify, and by the way, this is for new students, new families to a new school. This isn't for someone who's uh, either been there. Uh, this is to introduce new folks to the school. You're going to save 50% off. So, uh, how about that? Maybe you got a school that charges five, six thousand dollars. Well, you could then pay a whole year's worth of tuition for just twenty five hundred to three thousand. 
Whatever that school's tuition it is, is you can cut it in half. Go right now to ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Find out the schools that are new you, near you and how much you can save. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Well, we're talking about the bold move by President Trump that put the Democrats uh, squarely in a box this weekend. It's the negotiating box. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you straight up to, to illustrate my point, we're talking about emergency help for various sectors of individuals and in situations to help them build, to help them have a bridge until we get some things going again. That's what this is all about in terms of running up debt to our deficit, right? Right. Now, let me give you an example of something in the Democratic uh, basket of wish list that made up their, uh, still makes up part of their two, two trillion to two and a half trillion. Now, I don't know whether this particular provision was taken out when they went from three and a half trillion to two, but I think it will still serve. And I've been. I've been trying to desperately get a good list of uh, the things that are in this much higher Democrat budget for the stimulus that have nothing to do with COVID-19. Interesting enough, there's, first of all, these are, these are big, voluminous bills, so I get it that it's hard to go through, but that's why so much stuff gets passed through and people don't even know what they're voting on. But I haven't been able to find a good resource to bring that to you. But I did find one thing. I want to ask you this. 877-943-9673. Can you tell me what financial access for marijuana businesses, that's a bill to... um, Um, right now a lot of the federal banks will not deal with marijuana businesses, even though they're legal in some states, not in others. Can you tell me what this subject, forget about what it would do or what it wouldn't do, can somebody tell me what this subject has to do to help people that are unemployed? Can you tell me what marijuana financial businesses access has to do with people who maybe taken a reduction in pay or maybe are home right now because their kids are at home and they can't work but they're working a little bit so they can't file for unemployment so they get a one-time stimulus uh, how about folks that are getting ready to be evicted before their rent or foreclosed on for their mortgage. The president wants to give them some more protect protection. And yes, I know it's a very difficult thing to deal with because then you have landlords and mortgage companies who need their income to keep them solvent. And again, remember I'm this discussion is on the political side not on all the other sides that that we could be talking about that would just kind of convolute what I'm trying to get across here. But here we have financial access for marijuana businesses. That's not going to help any of those categories. It is things like this that need to be taken. If we're going to do something, these certainly do not need to be in this bill. 
You remember, what was it, Metropolitan Performing Arts or whatnot, $2 million. And, oh, by the way, I understand that as soon as they got their money, everybody got laid off. It's a game. It's a game. The Kennedy Center, maybe that's what it is. Yes, the Kennedy Center. Thank you, Jose. The Kennedy Center. So that was a joke. So, so here's where we're at. And so much spin and false truth, you know, spinning around. So the president goes ahead and calls for taking action on these items by way of an executive order. What an absolutely brilliant, brilliant political move. Now, remember, I don't want emails or complaining. I'm talking about politics. Number one, we're not talking about whether we should be raising the deficit or not right now. That, that's probably going to happen. And I don't know whether the president has the authority to do all of this. I don't know. He's, he's prevailing a couple of things. So let me just say up front, I don't know if this is legal or not. I don't know because the Congress is supposed to appropriate, but we're in an emergency situation. So I can just tell you that you probably don't know either, but is the move legal by the president? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. But what it did was it it sent a a shot across the bow of the Democrats and to, guess who, the voters all around the country. And so, you know, the narrative, the headlines change moment by moment, but I can tell you still leading into Monday, whether the president has the legal authority or not, there's some folks that are thinking pretty highly of the president for trying to help him out. For tr- because even if he fails, you know what they'll say? Well, at least he tried. While everything was hung up and they're all arguing about marijuana and other stuff, the pe- president tried to help us. That is a major catalyst, and if the Democrats are smart, they're going to get back to the table, and they're going to get a deal hammered out a lot sooner than later, because they just took a major political hit in light of the presidential election. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump says his acceptance speech for the Republican presidential nomination will be held at either the White House or the Gettysburg Battlefield. In a tweet, the president today says a decision on the location of the August 27th speech will be made soon. Lebanon's Prime Minister Hassan Diab says he and the rest of his cabinet are stepping down in the wake of a catastrophic explosion in Beirut last week that triggered public fury and mass protest. In a televised speech, Diab said corruption in the country is bigger than the state. In Portland, police say two officers injured and 16 people were arrested in yet another night of rioting. Police also say a mortar was fired at them. Stocks closing mixed. The Dow gained nearly 358 points, but the Nasdaq was down 42. This is SRN News. The citizens of Hillsborough County have had enough of a corrupt, incompetent sheriff's office. Citizens have witnessed arrest of pastors, incompetent handling of protesters, and the accidental release of inmates who have gone on to allegedly commit murder. 
I'm Charles Boswell, and I served over 25 years as a lawman, and I retired from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office in good standing. Not fired, as falsely asserted by my opponent, Chad Cronister. I served as a master detective in the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigation Division. I put away the most violent of offenders. These are things that my opponent, Chad Cronister, has never done. I'm a lawman. I'm a lifelong conservative Republican. I will bring back accountability. I'm pro-Second Amendment, I'm pro-First Amendment, and I'm a defender of religious freedom. I'm endorsed by the United Christians of Florida. Together, we can all make Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office great again. Do your fact-checking. Visit my website, votecharlesboswell.com. I'm Charles Boswell, and I approve this message. In remote mountain villages, families who've run out of food while sheltering in place hang white rags or towels outside their doors as a desperate plea for help. In Guatemala and other countries served by Food for the Poor, COVID-19's not only taken lives, but it's taken away parents' ability to feed their children. Crops cannot be planted. Marketplaces are shut. And the jobs parents worked for just a few dollars a day to provide sustenance for their children no longer exist. Please help. With your gift of $111 to Food for the Poor, you'll provide three children with emergency food rations for six months. Through your prayers and financial support, Food for the Poor is providing for families unable to provide for themselves because of COVID-19. Call Food for the Poor now, 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, or click the Food for the Poor banner at letstalkfaith.com. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Reminding you that uh, we got a chance, if you got a youngster going back to school, 
we got a chance for you to win $2,500 for your youngster. That's right. It is our back-to-school sweepstakes. And uh, right now, you'll have a chance to enter our contest to win $2,500, which will certainly help for some of those things that you are putting together to get back to school. But plus, you'll have an extra $2,500 that will be designated as a gift to your school. Now, remember that uh, this is uh, only going to run through August the 31st. And remember that with this contest, like so many others of our contests, you can enter the contest today by going to uh, TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com, or Let'sTalkFaith.com, Let'sTalkFaith.com. And when you enter, just give us your email address. Of course, uh, you can also... Uh, register today with LinkedIn, Google, Twitter, Facebook on our pages uh, in those particular venues. But, um, hey, go and, and register today and get that done. And, by the way, register every day to the end of the month because I'm going to tell you that is uh, the only way you're going to win. Also want to remind you, uh, especially for those listening in this afternoon, Sarasota and Manatee, I have made recommendations uh, in all the uh, races, most of the races, uh, in throughout our WTBN listening area. And it's very easy to go to uh, either to, to TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, or Let'sTalkFaith.com. And as an example, uh, I'm giving you recommendation for the races in Sarasota, Manatee County, Pinellas County, Pasco County, Polk County, and Hillsborough County. And, of course, this is based on uh, my experience through the years. And, uh, again, they're recommendations. They're not endorsements. Um, and I appreciate to all of you who uh, all the time uh, ask in various ways and forms uh, if, A, I'm going to do them, when would they be out? So they've been out for a little while. So if you'd like to uh, print them out, take a look at them, studying, study them, pray over them, but, of course, do your own homework. But here's what you can do. Go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. On the blue bar above, just to hit uh, program, and then uh, Bill Bunkley will pop down. Hit the Bill Bunkley Show. When you get to that page, just scroll about halfway down and choose your county. And, uh, again, you can print it. Uh, you can email it to your friends, put it on your own social networking pages, or just take it to the polls with you if you care to. Um, it's not copyrighted, so you can print it and do with what you like. And, again, that's at letstalkfaith.com. Well, we are waiting any moment, any hour, any day this week to find out who the Democrats believe should be the next president of the United States. Now, did you listen to me clearly? Which president should be the next president of the United States? Now, you may say to me, Bill, 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 you you misspoke. They've already chosen their nominee for the president of the United States. Yes, that's true. But I still hold to my previous statement. Let me tell you what's at stake here. There is no doubt that Mr. Biden, and by the way, I I think it's almost abusive that he's having to go through this 
And um, I got to tell you, you know, um, it's just painful for me because let me remind you, I'm a kingdom party first. People ask me, ah, you're a Republican. No, 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 no. I'm a kingdom party. That's my party. The kingdom of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Second of all, I am a registered Republican. There is no doubt when you look at the philosophy and the platforms of the two major political parties, uh, the Democrat Party has left my values so long ago. So I'm a registered Republican. But that doesn't mean I'm not a human being, and it doesn't mean I'm not a Christian. And so it's painful to see Mr. Biden with his gaps. It's painful to see his wife have to step in. It's painful to see them have to, the campaign folks have to handle him and kind of get him off the stage real quick from time to time. So I think there's very little doubt that Joe Biden is not a candidate to be an eight-year president. In fact, I'd almost go on a limb to say that's universal, that the most he's going to be in this is four years. Because I happen to think he's just the mental faculties are just diminishing almost before our eyes. So four years is a long time to be president. That's why you've got a literal war going on on who's going to be the vice president. Because I think it's not a question of who will step in. I mean, who do you choose to step in if there's an issue with the president? I think it's more of who will step in because we're pretty much statistically looking at there is going to be something with the president that Mr. Biden wouldn't be able to serve. So that's why we've got this all out. It's a war. Now, I'm going to tell you the war is being waged by uh, Senator Kamala Harris. And it's very interesting because... There's very few people that I know who have been as ambitious as Kamala Harris. Starting way back in San Francisco. And so you've got two or three choices. But I can tell you the Kamala Harris campaign group, boy, they've been spending overtime going after and trashing the other potential all African-American female picks. It's brutal out there. And uh, they're trying to keep it under wraps, but it certainly is uh, an issue. And for those of us that are conservatives, there's no doubt that whoever they pick, in my mind, we have to campaign as supporters of President Trump, of, of I, uh, as I am, his values very much closely match my values, which I believe are kingdom values. We very much have to publicize and educate the conservative base of whoever this vice presidential candidate is, because they will be president. Very high likelihood during the first four years. Now, I want to talk a little about Kamala Harris in an area that I don't usually talk about, but you got to understand what, what this candidate, uh, uh, what some of the headlines are. 
She's been very ambitious. And just over the weekend, and there's some things to tell you about this, but you, you might remember Willie Brown. Willie Brown was a longtime mayor of San Francisco. Willie Brown just told Kamala Harris, take your name out of the running for vice presidency. It'd be best if you waited and had Joe Biden select you as attorney general. Now, what's interesting here is, you may not be aware of this, and I'm, I'm going to quote, this was a story way back on January 27, 2019, because I think for our audience, especially with uh, some of the Christian conservatives and other veterans, uh, pro-family folks, way back when, this has been well known, you probably know this, but in case you don't, I think because of the the scrutiny that she's getting, I think we ought to understand this because my opinion is we uh, you have to run against Joe Biden and and usually with a vice president is just kind of an add-on. No, this year we're going to have to educate about the vice presidential pick on the Democrat side. This Fox story reads: Former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown addressed his past extramarital relationship with U.S. Senator Kamala Harris in his weekly column Saturday, saying he may have boosted the presidential hopeful's career. Yes, we dated. It was more than 20 years ago, Brown wrote in the San Francisco Chronicle. Yes, I may have influenced her career by appointing her to two state commissions when I was California Assembly Speaker, and I certainly helped her with her first race for district attorney in San Francisco, of which she widely touts that she's known for. Today, Brown, or two years ago, Brown was 84 at the time, pointed out that he also helped the careers of other prominent California Democrats, such as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Governor Gavin Newsom and U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein. The difference is that Harris is the only one who, after I helped her, sent word that I could be indicted if I so much as jaywalked while she was a district attorney. Willie Brown says that's politics for you. Seems like she turned on him big time, in this story at least. Brown appointed Kamala Harris, about 30 years younger than Brown, and just had a few years out of law school, to two well-paid commission assignments on the Unemployment Insurance Appeals Board and the California Medical Assistance Commission, the Washington Free Beacon reported. So keep in mind they had this affair that was 30 years difference, and he basically put her in her job to start her careers. Harris said, whether you agree or disagree with the system, I did work it. Harris said, I did work, and Harris said in 2003 interview with the San Francisco Weekly, I brought a level of life, knowledge, and common sense to the jobs. Well, that's just one aspect I wanted to point out. A very known extramarital relationship. 
is one of the things that uh, has been widely reported. And I think for those conservatives, those pro-family, who um, have more of a biblical worldview of marriage, have more of a conservative worldview of marriage, and quite frankly, there's still an element of people in this nation who don't look too kindly upon public officials who are able to increase their resume and careers by someone else in office where there's a fair being conducted. I think that's fair to throw into to the ring to consider. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943. Be right back. Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. With America opening up, maybe you're back to the daily commute or hitting the road for vacation. Take a minute, look for cracks or chips in your windshield, and call Auto Glass America. They replaced my windshield twice now, once at my office, once at my home. I trust these guys. If you drive a luxury import, forget about the expensive dealer. With comprehensive insurance, Auto Glass America will install a free windshield and give $100 in cash guaranteed when you mention my name, Mike Gallagher. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. While the factories were slowing production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. Their goal is never to lose your business over price, with many favorable finance programs including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Acura, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? 
If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, we're back. I'm back. Where is Superman these days? Superman, the theme. Well, you know what? It is. It is a. It is a. Um, it is a piece that's designed to give hope. It's a piece designed to give us confidence. Hey, help is on the way. Where is Superman? So that's one thing we must remain. We must remain hopeful. We must remain optimistic. We must remain looking forward because these are some trying times. But I tell you what, uh, we as Americans in our short history, long before I was born, but we have the pedigree and uh, we have the track record to meet very, very big challenges and to make the right decisions in those challenges. And I expect that we will continue to do so, though we may be challenged at a level in terms of the direction of this country like we've never been challenged before. Uh, but it requires all of us uh, sticking to it and paying attention. Well, if you have a student going to Hills to uh, one of the Hillsborough County schools, hold on. Hold, hold the phone. Hold the presses. You might have put an entire plan into motion thinking that your kids are not going to go back to school till August the 24th. And for four weeks after that, the only option you have and they have is online. Hold the phone. I would put any decisions based on the 5-2 decision of the school board last Thursday or Friday, I would just put that off to the side. Because if Hillsborough County goes down that road, they're going to lose a significant portion of state funding. And remember with bureaucrats, money always talks. Let me explain. This comes to us uh, very concisely from uh, Fox News. And uh, Kelly Cowan was um, reporting this afternoon. Thank you, Kelly. 
Florida Commissioner of Education Richard Cochran has given Hillsborough County School District until Friday, this Friday, to reverse course. The gauntlet has been thrown down. The deadline is set. Hillsborough County has a Friday deadline to consider. The state says reverse your course of online only or else. Because if they don't reverse course, Hillsborough County is going to lose out on certain state funding. Now I'm just going to say that I've heard through the when I when I hear a rumor, I'll tell you it's a rumor. The Kamala Harris deal was not a rumor, and I very rarely deal in rumors. But I think you'll see while I'll mention this. I've heard we've got a lot of friends that are in administration and teachers and whatnot, but I've heard a lot about the bickering at the school board level and on down that instead of getting ready and allocating resources to get classrooms ready for kids coming back to brick and mortar, Nothing ever was, I mean, it, it just never, it was, the planning never got into any kind of execution if the plan was made. You know, it's very simple. I don't know what the class sizes are, but if it was 50-50 to start with, uh, so you got to put some masking tape or some colored tape on the floor with whatever separation you want to have with a desk in the middle of it. Kids are going to have to wear masks. I would have hoped that each teacher's desk uh, would have been outfitted with some sort of plexiglass when they're sitting there. And even if they wanted to address the class from a podium, there were were at least some things that could have been put in place. I understand that uh, things like the cafeteria and grabbing for food on a buffet line, look, there's a lot of challenges. But uh, I've just heard that some of the counties just have reacted very well. Honestly, has Hillsborough done as well as the other uh, particular school boards? We'll see pretty, we'll see pretty soon as the kids get back to school. Now, our education commissioner has given Hillsborough schools three options. Scrap the online start and go back to their original state-approved plan that included online or in-person classes, submit a new plan that provides data for every school they'd like to keep closed during the explanations, and why, of course, they want to risk the funding. Keep in mind, they gave a plan to the state, and they reversed that the last couple, three, four days. That's the problem. I'm Bill Bunkley. Coming up next... Jay Seculo is going to be with us for his program on our answer stations. I'll be over on AM 570 and 910. A whole lot more to talk about in the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. wonder if there's more to be had in your marriage? Our friends at Family Life Today are offering a completely free kit of resources to take your marriage from good 
to great. This kit includes two video mini courses perfect for a date night with purpose, four audio teaching sessions from renowned marriage experts like Paul David Tripp and Vadi Bakum, our good to great marriage bonus printable ebook full of conversation starters, time-tested tips, and more. What's not to love? Head to letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage for your free download. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Lebanon's Prime Minister Hassan Diab stepped down from his job Monday in the wake of the catastrophic explosion in Beirut that has triggered public outrage, saying he's come to the conclusion that corruption in the country is bigger than the state. Protesters are deeply cynical about what can be accomplished in terms of change here in Lebanon. Remember, they've already brought down one government last year and very little changed. Uh, The problem here is a complicated sectarian system which functions on patronage and political corruption and the danger always is they get rid of the current government but the same faces and the same characters reappear in different roles and the people that really control all the strings here are still in control. The BBC's Quentin Somerville reporting from Beirut. More violence in some of the nation's biggest cities. Correspondent Jennifer King reports downtown Chicago was the scene of widespread looting this morning. Hundreds of people smashed windows, stole from stores, and clashed with police early Monday on Chicago's Magnificent Mile and other parts of the city. Police said that at one point shots were exchanged with officers. At the request of public officials, state police blocked expressway ramps, bridges over the Chicago River were lifted, and train and bus service into downtown was temporarily suspended. It wasn't immediately clear what led to the unrest, which began shortly after midnight, but anti-police graffiti was seen in the area. President Trump's press secretary is defending his executive orders after Democrats and Republicans were unable to come to an agreement on a coronavirus relief bill. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany blames Democrats. They were offered a clean extension, not of $400 of unemployment uh, benefits, but $600, and it was roundly rejected by Democrats. So this president stood up for the American worker at a time when Democrats refused to do so. A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 357 points. The Nasdaq dropped 42. This is SRN News. Excuse me, have you ever discussed life insurance? Well... Sort of. Have you talked about who'll pay the mortgage if one of you passes? We definitely haven't talked about that. Well, then you should talk to SelectQuote. SelectQuote shops for you, getting you quotes from some of the country's most trusted companies, finding you the right coverage with the right carrier at the right price in minutes. Is it affordable? Well, how affordable does $500,000 in coverage for as little as a dollar a day sound? That's great. We can afford that. To get your free quote, call 1-800-212-1166 or go to selectquote.com today and get the protection they need at a price you can afford. That's 1-800-212-1166 or selectquote.com. Select quote. We shop. You save. 
Get full details on example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states. Scotland considers a new hate crimes law. It is essentially an expansion of a current measure that punishes crimes committed because of race. The Scottish Parliament is pondering the addition of sexual orientation and gender identity, and that is sparking a lot of concern. Church leaders point out that establishing special protections for LGBT individuals could wind up infringing on religious freedom, right down to the preaching of the gospel. Scottish lawmakers will take comment on the bill for two weeks. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A federal appeals court has lifted a judge's ruling that blocked four Arkansas abortion restrictions from taking effect, including a ban on a common second trimester procedure. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals vacated the 2017 preliminary injunction issued against the restrictions. The American Civil Liberties Union and the Center for Reproductive Rights had challenged the measures, suing on behalf of Dr. Frederick Hopkins, a Little Rock abortion provider. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. We're back. Bill Bunkley here Monday afternoon. A great, great opportunity for uh, you and I to spend some time together during the last hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted that uh, you are with us, and uh, I just want to encourage you with the word I want to encourage you in the spirit uh, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, as we are watching some of the events unfold, not only here in America, but around the world, particularly in the Middle East, just want to tell you that um, keep your eye on the horizon. Keep your eye on things to come. Have that hope. Uh, for what is to come. 
Because if you are faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ, day in and day out, all the way to the point where he takes you home, what a reward you have waiting for you. What a reward I have waiting for me in heaven. We have some glimpses of that. We've got some indications in Scripture of uh, what that will be. But I am, I am absolutely convinced it's just about unspeakable well let's start off with something that we've been praying about and that is uh an update on uh the country of lebanon lebanon is just north of the israeli border there was an explosion late last week that for the time being has sort of changed everything and what i mean by that is is prior to the explosion if you had been listening to this show and you are one that uh, keeps up on the, the current events in the Middle East. You would have known that uh, Hezbollah, which is the terrorist organization that basically rules Lebanon, they've had a puppet government, but uh, Hezbollah, who are the, um, are the agents of uh, Iran, um, also Syria, that... Uh, there were military operations. There were military tensions that built uh, on the southern uh, on the southern border of Lebanon with Israel. And uh, we also, at the same time, just to bring you up to date, over the weekend or the end of last week, Lebanon's way to the left on the Mediterranean. If you were to move back east uh, to the right, you get to the Golan uh, Heights, and just across the Israeli border into the Syrian Golan Heights, there were three, four, five terrorists that were taken out as uh, they were stashing weapons and everything. And so uh, I think they were backed by Syria, and uh, they were um, preparing to make a move on the other side of Israel's northern border. Well, the news that we got today is that, first of all, the official government, is in shambles. Their currency is worth zero. It's been that way. Uh, Hezbollah has driven the, the 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 government into the ground. Now you had you had uh, a, a peace plan several years ago. Uh, the three top heads: one was uh, going to be Christian, one was going to be Arab, and so they all ended up being dominated by Hezbollah really deciding what was going to happen in that country. Well, then you had this massive explosion that doesn't make any sense at all why you'd have this this very, very potent uh, fertilizer that, that uh, basically held in bulk is like a very huge bomb, uh, was offloaded a Russian ship years ago headed for Africa and uh, was put in a warehouse right there on the waterfront, right there by the main road along the waterfront. And um, I can just tell you, we don't know how that got detonated. You know, the president very quickly said within hours afterwards that he was informed by his generals that it, it could have been it could have been a terrorist act or you know it could have been an attack. And then when we learned that it was fertilizer, the next day, the next two days, 
the president was roundly ridiculed for jumping the gun and still said, well, you know what, we'll wait and see, but it still is a realm of possibility. Well, they're back to considering that now um, to some degree, but, but the main thing is they have not gotten to the bottom of it. And with all of the loss of life and all the injuries, you remember everything within a five-square-mile area was basically, I don't mean leveled like it's on the ground, but everything's blown out, not habitable. Uh, They're still looking for victims in the rubble. And uh, I tell you what, that that country's been hit so many times, it's, it's almost parallel to a Haiti, but certainly not uh, as poor uh, in every aspect as Haiti is, but, but kind of uh, in that same category as I think of it as j- just been hit, been hit, hit, hit. Now, I was in country uh, at the end of 2016, uh, was in country with Heart for Lebanon, uh, who is the ministry that uh, is uh, reaching out and supporting millions of refugees from the ISIS um, um, social cleansing um, the, the the Syrian war, and so um, my heart is just broken at what I've seen on the waterfront. Well, today it's gone further into chaos because the entire upper level of the government, they all quit. They all resigned. And protesters are outside of the parliament trying at this, where well, they were a few hours ago, they were trying to tear down the restraining wall and the security forces there in Lebanon have been on the streets firing tear gas, trying to push the protesters back because they want to know how did this how did this bomb go off? They want answers. And uh, they've been in such dire straits for so long. This was just kind of like the last straw. Now, what's interesting, and if you've been listening through the years, I continue to talk about the importance of Lebanon, uh, particularly because that is a, a, boy, that was a Christian stronghold. There's no doubt about it. And we know from Scripture, those of us who are Orthodox Christ followers who believe the Scriptures, we know that sometime we're going to see the assemblies of armies to the north. We're going to see an uptick in tension. We know that we're going to have an antichrist that's going to come on the scene when things look very dire and promise peace. Israel will fall for his rhetoric. They'll accept the peace plan. It only lasts Three and a half years until all hell breaks loose on Israel's borders. So, one of my news services, I thought I would just share this with you. It's just a short piece, but the question is, <clears throat> is what even we've been seeing in the last few days in Lebanon on Israel's northern borders, is this continuing, is this another biblical sign? Not saying it's the end times, but what we have just experienced, and now we have the country to the north of Israel basically 
no stability, no organization, run by anti-terrorists who control everything on the ground in Lebanon. Are we in the last days? Because there, there are last days prophecy. There's a pastor by the name of Paul Begley, pretty well known. He's a Christian evangelist. He has uh, prophetically spoken extensively about biblical quotations that speak to the end of the world. But now he claims, and I don't doubt him, but that his faith only grows stronger after he learned of the news of the growing tension on the Israeli-Lebanon border. Now, this was before the explosion there at the port of Beirut. Now, we know, and he points out, that this tension that's happening north of Israel, we know that it is roughly described in the Bible. And we feel it here, but certainly you feel it in Israel, because in Israel, remember that the battle is not against flesh and blood, it's against principalities. And this tension, the Bible clearly points to the fact that the tension symbolizes the ongoing apocalyptic battle between God and Lucifer, God and Satan. Who knows what's been going on in the heavenlies for that region of the world? He believes that Israel is the holiest country in the world. And some of that is based on past because there's a lot of non-practicing Jews there and et cetera, et cetera. But he's looking at the coronavirus from that point of the world. Israel shut down on that second wave. Certainly you got coronavirus. Uh, Some of the heads of Hezbollah got sick. I think one or two died from coronavirus. And so he thinks we should not overlook what could be an impending apocalypse. Last week, there was an attack. The IDF, which is the Israeli Defense Forces, thwarted the attempted terrorist infiltration into the Holy Land territory, Israel. The Bible says that Israel is about to be under attack. That comes from Zechariah chapter 11. Open your doors, Lebanon, so that fire may devour your cedars. Get a chance? Hey, go check out, read Zechariah chapter 11. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The fabulously successful play and now film, Hamilton, is now under a lot of criticism. On race, Alexander Hamilton was ahead of his time, but not 200 years ahead of his time, so I guess we shouldn't be surprised that the film about him is now in the crosshairs of cancel culture. I can see another reason why violent extremists might be opposed to the play. In a rap battle in which Thomas Jefferson pressures George Washington to support the French Revolution, Washington rejects the idea of street violence. The people are leading. The people are rioting. There's a difference. Frankly, it's a little disquieting. You could let your ideals blind you to reality. In the play, and in reality, Hamilton and Washington were both skeptical about violence in the streets. Maybe all those who are either celebrating or sympathetic to the violence today should be worried about the movie's popularity as well. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Certainly he is a chain breaker. And uh tell you what, that whatever you're dealing with today, anything and everything, Don't carry that burden alone. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen? Amen. Hey, I wanted to just, uh, I thought rather, I thought it would be very interesting because it's not that long of a a couple of passages here. I'm going to share with you from the prophet Zechariah. In Zechariah 11, it is, it is the prophet seeing in the future, led by the Holy Spirit, talking about what he sees in the days leading up to the end times. So I want to read to you, share with you God's word, Zechariah 11. And it's uh, from verse 1 to say you know, two and a half, verse two and a half, because the first one and a half uh, verses talk about Lebanon, then they go in to talk about uh, Bashan, and it ends up talking about uh, the Jordan. 
But what I'll do is I'll read I'll read verses one, two, three, and then we'll go back and take a moment. I know Chris is standing by. We'll get to Chris in just a second, and then we'll look at just the portion that deals with Lebanon. The prophet Isaiah said, "Quote: Open your doors, Lebanon, so that fire." may devour your cedars. Wail, you juniper, for the cedar has fallen. The stately trees are ruined. Wail, oaks of Bashan, the dense forest, has been cut down. Listen to the wall of the shepherds, their rich pastors, Pastures are destroyed. Listen to the roar of the lions. The lush thicket of the Jordan is ruined. Now, all of this is physical desolation of of trees and bushes. And remember that when you remember David and King Solomon, there was a lot of trade between Jerusalem and Lebanon. You can read in the Old Testament about the the beautiful cedar trees of Lebanon and how some of that cedar was imported to uh, the building of the temple. And so... As we look to see what is the message within the symbolism here, I'll just read it again. It does give us an opportunity to reflect on this in terms of now and, well, in the end times. Open your doors, Lebanon, so the fire may devour your cedars. That means you let others come in, destroy your nation. Well, you juniper, that's another tree. For the cedar has fallen. The symbolism, the the, the symbolic symbol of Israel. There's trees, there's cedar trees. It's fallen, the stately trees are ruined. So, makes it very interesting to just, as we move closer and closer to that time, I believe closer and closer to the time that we are raptured out. Very interesting to make sure that if a Bible, if the Bible addresses a certain geographic area with a description about something in end times, we need to certainly review our minds about that when, when current events come into that area. Let's go to Chris in Tampa. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Hello, Chris. Hey, Mr. Bill. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Just uh, going through some issues of the day, man. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, you know, it's um, the Lebanon thing, in my opinion, Israel could care of that. Uh, just in my opinion, because they were probably plotting something big with the fertilizer bomb, like they like to do. And, and, you know, I just caution people on the apocalyptic thing, because stuff like this has been going on for decades. And if you remember... When all the chaos was going on in Syria, everybody was quoting the passages that say Damascus will become a heap of ruins and so on and so forth, and, you know, Assyria will be destroyed, and that didn't happen, you know. But these are events that are certainly leading up to 
I yes. think he the, the prophesied war, but this is just another like small piece of it, you know. But it shows to me that God does have His hand on Israel, you know, and He He's promised that He will not let them be destroyed. And uh, they obviously saw something big coming, um, and they thwarted it pretty effectively, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I like to look at the you know the current events with the coronavirus and all that. These things, to me, are pointing more toward becoming Antichrist in his system. You know, no mask, no service, no mark, no service. You know, all that kind of stuff. It's very, you know, turning people in. You know, for not going along with what they say is the right thing to do. You know, the can't op- you can't open a church. Exactly, you can't open a church, but you can go to a strip club. You know, you can have abortion yeah. clinics, but you can't. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on here that's pointing toward the coming Antichrist in his kingdom. You know, and I think when we look at the current events, and then this coin shortage, which I still can't understand for my life. You know, uh, but yeah, I haven't touched no that. Coin, yeah, I, I, I can't understand that either. Yeah, I, I've asked a couple of retailers about it, and they said that they don't know either. The mint basically told them they don't have coins. That's what they're saying. So they want everybody to use cashless, you know, and we know that that's been a big part of the Antichrist system, you know, is cashless because no one will be able to buy or sell anything unless you got the mark of the beast, right? So they can easily turn people off when they're doing cash, cashless, but if you're spending cash, they can't track it, and they don't know when you're purchasing things. So, I mean, all of this corona stuff is really kind of heading, I think, toward more of that that global system. But uh, the stuff with Israel, you know, in Lebanon. And, and so – and so – and so we got a minute left, and so yeah. guy guy comes up out of Europe, gets everything taken care of, tells the Christians, yeah. hey, we're going to worship Israel, you do this, fixes everything for three and a half years, and then boom, right? Yep, that's exactly right, because there will be such a time of chaos, and, you know, biblically we know that the rapture will take place, and then he will come on the scene and bring peace to the chaos. You know, everyone's disappeared, millions gone. Every, the world will be in absolute chaos, and he'll come out and make everything all better for a little while and get everybody to believe him. And, you know, like everyone looks at the CDC now, and it's, well, whatever the CDC says, that's the gold standard, you know, and if you don't yep, do it, yep. then you're you're this bad person. And I think the same idea is going to happen when he comes to power. But like you said, after three and a half years, it's, uh, it's going to be all hell break loose. Yeah. All right. Totally agree, Chris. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, everybody be so tired of the chaos. Anybody who brings peace, they'll be grabbing at it. That's what we have to be sober about. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Lebanon's Prime Minister Hassan Diab says he and the rest of his government are stepping down in the wake of the catastrophic explosion in Beirut last week that triggered public fury and mass protests. In a televised speech, Diab said corruption in the country is bigger than the state. The move risks opening dragged-out negotiations over a new cabinet amid urgent calls for reform. The developments follow a weekend of anti-government protests in the wake of the August 4th explosion in Beirut's port that decimated the facility, caused widespread destruction across the capital, killed at least 160 people, and injured about 6,000 others. Stocks closed mostly higher on Wall Street after shrugging off a bumpy start Monday. The Dow was up by 357 points, the S&P up by 9, but the Nasdaq down 42. This is SRN News. 
some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. Now, the best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. What is- 
And we're back, a quiet moment or two of reflection as we come back to the Bill Bunkley Show. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And um, in a moment, I want to tell you again about our rescue mission that we're underway right here at uh, uh, WTBN and, of course, on the Bill Bunkley Show. But um, every time, I just a couple comments from our last segment, uh, Chris is so very right that um, we have had little things occur. Well, the Syrian war wasn't little, but obviously Syria was not destroyed. Uh, it still remains to be seen whether Lebanon will be destroyed, but I, I'm not looking for Lebanon to be destroyed. But when we have these little snippets of a little bit of a of a foreshadowing or fore signaling of what's going to happen when the, the the final move is made by the Antichrist and we start moving into that. It's these little foreshadows. And I believe God has us to go back to Nehemiah 11, to go back to the various scriptures when we see a kind of like, uh, you know, you have earthquakes, you have aftershocks, or maybe a pre-shock. Just something to remind us to keep our eyes on biblical prophecy and to understand how frustrated we are right now. The next day or so, I'll, I'll talk about the fact that we first saw this in North Carolina a few weeks ago, that uh, the Mint is not making coins available. And I don't know what has happened in the coronavirus shortage that would, uh, in the coronavirus pandemic that would cause the mint to be so under production. But yeah, it makes one, you know, shake their head when uh, the Antichrist wants us in a cashless society. Another one of those things that is the way that God and his Holy Spirit continues to keep us reminded uh, to focus on what is unseen, not just what is seen, and that's what that is God's will. Well, have you been able to pray about joining us on our rescue mission? I very much need your help. I need your help in the form of standing in the gap for some starving children, both in the Caribbean and Latin America. Food for the poor is on the front lines of an absolute horrendous situation. You know, they've been, uh, they've been one of our go-to ministries year after year after year in these same areas as we have tried to help area by area to put in water for safe drinking, uh, put in infrastructure so that uh, uh, food for the poor through local pastors and ministers can provide some basic needs. Uh, We've stood with food for the poor so that uh, we can see less and less of the little, small children running around with those big, huge pot bellies, uh, courtesy of malnutrition, who have golden hair. Many African-American kids, very, very many Latino kids running around with golden hair. Wasn't dyed. It wasn't cultural. It wasn't religious. No, it's because of the the lack of food in their diet. And now, 
coronavirus is shutting has shut down everything in these villages. Can't get any food. Can't go work for food. People are dying in the second largest numbers of the world, and the kids are right in the crosshairs. So this afternoon, would you be so generous as to pick up the phone, just take you three or four minutes, would you give a one-time gift of $185? That's $185 tax deductible. This is going to provide emergency food for starving children. In fact, the way it works out that there are five different starving children that your one-time gift is going to come in with many others calling right now, and that's going to provide six months of emergency food to these children. The children that you help are no longer going to have to wake up every day and wonder if they're ever not going to feel like they're starving. They may not have parents anymore. They may be living with some other relatives because their parents have died of COVID. But I need you to help right now. $37 a starving child is what it costs right now for the emergency food relief for six months for a single child. You know, I don't know where you are at uh, in your budget economically, but um, I know that uh, for some call right now and give that $37 gift, and that would be a very, very big stretch for you, and I thank you. For others, to be honest with you, we had about 540 or so kids was our goal, is our goal. We're down to 360. Maybe someone's listening right now that could take that down a, a significant chunk. The main thing is we are really, really emphasizing this every day because every day counts to save a child from starving to death. So would you would you give today? Here's that telephone number, 855-353-HOPE. That's toll-free, 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Let's talk faith.com, and you'll be able to give there as well. Well, if you have watched or read about the ongoing violence in Portland, Portland, Oregon, <coughs> what a what a way not to to run a city. Imagine if you lived in Portland. Imagine if you transferred to Portland because of working for your corporation, and you're in Portland. And you have been living with this for, what, two months, day in and day out. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about hardcore violence. Well, you'd probably be over it, you know what I mean? And uh, there are Christians in Portland, and, and, and they're over it. And they did something. They did something very important. CBN reports that thousands, thousands of people came together in Portland, Oregon, Saturday night. And they came to pray. They came to worship. They came to praise. 
Sean Puchet, who is with uh, Bethel Music. Fetcho told Fox News that a crowd of 4,000 to 7,000 worshipers showed up at the Waterfront Park there in Portland. And you know what the uh, event was called? Riots to Revival. Riots to Revival. Christians came together. Came together because they want the healing to begin. They want to heal the brokenness that has not only affected those folks in Portland, but for many of us all around the country. There was white, there was black, there was Hispanic. They all came to praise and worship and pray, singing songs of hope, singing songs of hope over the city of Portland, Oregon. And people gave their life to Christ at this event. In fact, hundreds of people gave their life to Christ. And they went down to the river. There's a river in that park. And Saturday night they went down to the river and they were baptized in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Apparently there was overwhelming joy in that part of Oregon that took place that night. Now, at the same time, there was a lot of people who were rioting in a different period of time, very different period of time, very different section of town. But you could tell the city was really ready to come together, at least the Christians. Now, i got to tell you, wherever you're at on the masks, of course, there was observations that people were not wearing masks. As uh, what is the reaction to certainly a significant number of people of the faith is wasn't much reaction at all. In fact, the response was uh, from, one, my faith is in God, not fear of COVID-19, I'm good. Another person said, we're not big mask people here, so it doesn't bother us. So, as, uh, as the folks came together in Portland... I just wanted to share this story because I think it's important, particularly in areas where we have unrest that, that pops up or continues. Now, i got to tell you, I'm in the camp of social distancing. I've got a uh, very much suppressed immune system, so I'm very much in wearing the mask camp. Just, just going to tell you, that's the way it is. Hope you appreciate my my uh, my prayer and my point of view. But Portland needs a lot of healing. America needs a lot of healing. Portland's been watching the protests for 75 days. 
and there is hope. And there could be hope here. At the same time, the Christians were praising. Many were coming to him and being baptized. Well, in that other part of Portland, a riot was declared. As the anarchists, the Marxists, those who want to see a violent overthrow of the government, we're at it once again. Let's keep our focus on Jesus. And when we see opportunities for us to come against Satan, come against what's going on in America, let's take those opportunities. I'll be right back. You are good. I know. My name is James Hargrit, and I retired from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office after 28 years. During my last years of service, I noticed that the leadership had fallen off, which affected the deputies' morale, which ultimately affected the citizens' safety. I'm asking the citizens of Hillsborough County to join me and elect Charles Boswell to be the next sheriff of Hillsborough County. Charles Boswell is a good conservative Christian man. He is a very experienced lawman. He is a loyal husband to his lovely wife, and he is a dear friend that I have known for 30 years. He's going to restore order. He is going to bring back morale, and he is going to return the sheriff's office to respectability and remove all of the chaos that has been going on. If we don't elect Charles Boswell for sheriff, we can expect four more years of what we've witnessed over the last four months. I'm Charles Boswell, and I approve this message. With America opening up, maybe you're back to the daily commute or hitting the road for vacation. Take a minute, look for cracks or chips in your windshield, and call Auto Glass America. They replaced my windshield twice now, once in my office, once in my home. I trust these guys. If you drive a luxury import, forget about the expensive dealer. With comprehensive insurance, Auto Glass America will install a free windshield and give $100 in cash guaranteed when you mention my name, Mike Gallagher. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Ever wonder if there's more to be had in your marriage? Our friends at Family Life Today are offering a completely free kit of resources to take your marriage from good to great. This kit includes two video mini courses perfect for a date night with purpose, four audio teaching sessions from renowned marriage experts like Paul David Tripp and Vadi Bakum, our good to great marriage bonus printable ebook full of conversation starters, time-tested tips, and more. What's not to love? Head to letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage for your free download. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. 
insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And yes, we are going to see the victory. We know the end of the book. We know who wins. We also know that uh, when our mission is complete here, we are absent with the body, present with the Lord in all glory and in heaven. My last, uh, my last heads up of the day, uh, I want to just want you to focus on what's happening in California. And I'm asking you to put this on your prayer list. You know that in Los Angeles and in California, there has been a very unfair edict put on churches that doesn't apply to other establishments which have um, public space uh, commensurate in size. No matter how big a church is, only 50 people can go into that church. Now, we have some churches that are defying that order. But I thought I would just uh, leave this very important update for maybe the last thing you think about today, not just in California, not just around the country, but how about one day here in Florida? 
One News Now is reporting, Chris Woodward reporting, water and utilities may now be cut off for places in Los Angeles that continue to host large gatherings of people. In accordance with a policy that went into effect on Friday, August the 7th, if the Los Angeles Police Department responds to and verifies that a large gathering, are you ready for this, is occurring at a home, is occurring at a business, or occurring at a venue, And if the properties are re-offending time and time again, then police will provide notice and initiate a process where water and utilities will be shut off in 48 hours. That's a policy that was announced by Mayor Eric Garcetti, Democrat who says people must stop gathering in large numbers as part of an effort to combat the spread of COVID-19. So just think about that. We're going to shut your power off. Going to shut your electricity off. Now what would happen if this were done where there was an in-home Bible study. What about if this was done to a church? Shouldn't there be clear-cut First Amendment constitutional protections for people to gather and worship in their homes or in their churches now? I've got to tell you, I'm in the camp of, of gathering, but social distancing. I personally wear a mask everywhere I go. I am grateful when others voluntarily wear a mask. But i got to tell you, this is uh, very, very concerning. Brad Dacus. Pacific Justice Institute, been a, uh, a guest on my show many times. He says, and I quote, It's one thing for the mayor to have concerns regarding large parties being held and the spread of disease being recklessly dealt with. It's another thing for a mayor or the city to use this in any way to infringe upon the rights of individuals, more specifically also is a pastor. Just remember you have Pastor John MacArthur and others who are defying the order and they are continuing to have church services under, by the way, not just themselves, but those who go to church are potentially subject to a fine. Hey, before we sign off, the president was in a press conference. The, tr- the press conference was abruptly end ended. And I'm looking at a picture outside the White House. There may be a security issue, and we just pass that along as breaking news this afternoon. It's been my pleasure to be with you this afternoon, and uh, we ask you to just uh, stay, stay safe until tomorrow. 
At 3 o'clock, I'll be with you again. I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless and good night. To the ones I-